This week on Media Delta, our first look at adventures from Moomin Valley. Hello and welcome to another episode of Media Delta. Um, so today we're talking about something kind of interesting because it's something that I've always kind of known about, uh, but it's nothing I've ever actually kind of dove into um, because this is very much a kind of a franchise that was very much of a particular region, except now with the advent of the internet, uh, it's becoming more and more popular. Um, because this was originally a franchise that was known, it it came out of Finland. Uh, this is Finnish, uh, this has a Finnish origin, um, although the actual author of the series is actually, I believe, sweet, uh, originally Swedish, but uh, she at least speaks Swedish, um, but or as she is labeled as a Swedish-speaking Finnish author. Um, but we're talking about Moomin today. Um, Moomin originally being a um, kind of a, it started out as a book uh, and then turned into comic strip uh, and then kind of had a few different animated adaptations. Um, the one that we are taking a look at today uh, is actually one that came about because uh, this, even though this came out of Finland and for, at least for the most part, kind of stayed there. It did kind of grow in popularity in certain other spots. Uh, Japan, for example, um, as this is, as Wikipedia puts it, a Japanese Finnish Dutch anime television series, uh, which, uh, depending upon who has rights to it and who is kind of putting it out there, uh, this has a few different names. Uh, in Japan, it is uh, Tenoshi Moomin Ika, or Delightful Moomin Family. Um, some have it just labeled as, I believe, the British English version was re released just as Moomin. Uh, and the version that it's actually uh, really easy to find now because an official Moomin channel has it up on their YouTube channel, is referred to as Adventures of Moomin, or Adventures from Moomin Valley. Um, and it is a show... Moomin is a very strange franchise. Um, not necessarily in concept, because what it's kind of basically about, it's just basically about a family. Um, the Moomin, it kind of refers to the race, question mark, of the uh, kind of main characters. Uh, the kind of main or protagonist is just usually referred to as Moomin, or alternatively Moomin Troll, uh, with uh, his parents, Moomin Mama and Moomin Papa. Uh, and the other interesting characters that appear in this, um, because this is very much a uh, series that's like one of the reasons why people uh, kind of, or it's like one of its more notorious aspects, although I don't know if notorious is the right word, uh, is the character designs in this thing are pretty fascinating. Uh, they are very inventive, and it's a very, uh, I don't want to say childlike, but it has that uh, element of like almost, uh, almost like Seuss, like almost like uh, Doctor Seuss kind of things, with just the uh, kind of interesting characters that show up. Um, but yes, uh, so we'll kind of go go into it a little bit more when we actually, you know, talk about it. Uh, so I was not the only one who watched this. Uh, so please introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Axe, and I'm here for questionable decisions. Um, torpid typist. And I'm here for these creatures that are definitely not hippos. 
Yep. Um, it's kind of a thing that you kind of need to look at. Uh, kind of describing the creatures themselves is kind of hard in some cases. Um, but uh, yeah, so just also to mention, uh, the author of these books uh, was named uh, Tove Janssen, I believe is how you would pronounce it. Um, I want to say that these were originally, uh, I believe the books originally were like in 1950, I want to I want to say. Um, they are a pretty old franchise. Um, and uh, yeah, let me get to make sure that I get the thing. Oh, there's even been like theme parks and all that um, list of books. Uh, first book came out in 1945, uh, Movements and the Great Flood. Um, so, yes, uh, this series, Adventures of Moomin Valley, uh, is kind of it both takes uh, there, I believe, are like 88 episodes in total. Uh, it's also weird because there is sometimes it's listed as a second season. Sometimes it's listed as a completely different show altogether. Um, but uh, kind of it's usually referred to the second season is usually referred to as Delightful Moomin Valley Adventure Diary. Although sometimes it's just listed as the second season. Uh, there was a, a total of 78 episodes of this. Uh, a good majority of them seem to be uh, taken from stories from various books. Uh, although some of them are kind of uh, are just original stories because really with these stories, there isn't a whole lot of like complications to them for the most part. Um, although they do go in weird directions, they're kind of, you know, nothing like super like complex. They're pretty much there. You can tell that this is from like a, you know, a family friendly story. Um so yeah, I think before, to, or rather than just kind of rattle off some stuff about this, uh, we should probably just kind of get into what we thought. Um, except I will say that uh, before we go in, uh, since there are 78 episodes, or 76 episodes, uh, I kind of just cherry-picked uh, a handful of these. Uh, also, uh, depending upon what our discussions, or how our discussion goes and how we kind of feel about it, uh, we may end up doing a episode in which we talk about more of them. Uh, but we'll kind of see how we are feeling at the end of this. So just for uh, clarification and what to kind of, so you can kind of see what we watched. Uh, we watched episode one, uh, which was Spring and Moomin Valley. Episode 16, A Close Encounter of Aliens. Episode 20, uh, Moomin Saves the Tigers. Episode 31, The Big Explosion. Episode 40, The Secret Fireworks. Episode 45, Moomin Built a House. Episode fifty or fifty six, the Water Nymph, and that's the episodes that we watched. So we got seven of them. Uh, uh, there is that. Uh, so uh, with that, uh, Axe, what did you think of Adventures from Moomin Valley? You know, um, I gotta say it's it was it's the fir the first thing we gotta kind of point out is the the pure tonal whiplash that we've gone through between this week and last week. Last week. We sat and we watched uh, the hyper-violent and foul-mouthed uh, R-rated film RoboCop. And now we're watching this very family-friendly, uh, to some degree, uh, TV show. Just very laid back, you know, not, not a whole lot, like, not a whole lot really happens, happens. So it's just, I just love the, the, the juxtaposition between last week and this week. Um, just a complete 180 
are you sure nothing happens and that I mean it's dude, laid back? I mean, it goes places. It I mean, goes places. We'll talk about that, but just in, in overall, it's a very laid back show compared compared to what we watched last week. It's pretty laid back. Yeah, Moomin Papa in- doesn't get his limbs shot off, and then Moomin's not doing a line of coke with questionable yeah. characters. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so that being said, it it's it was it was it's nice that we're we're actually watching good stuff again because yes. <laughs> I can't take I I I can't do torpid. I can't sit through every single one of these things. Um, and so- I like I like the Moomins. I like. I like the characters. I like the the little world that they've built for them. Um, I I I like the stories. The, the so uh, to, to be kind of clear, the stories tend to be self contained uh, uh, stories. I think a couple of them kind of branch over because the secret fireworks had a character come in who I believe appeared in the episode prior, uh, found by a sniff. Uh, out in the fields, and we were introduced to them in that episode. Yeah, there are mini arcs. Yes. Yeah, but but for the most part, it's a it's a bunch of self contained stories, and they're they're all they they range from kind of harmless to wow, <laughs> did they really decide to do that? Okay, and uh, and of, and of course we have to talk about it, so we might as well get it right out there. Episode twenty, Moomin saves the tigers, where um, the 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 gist is that they rescue a bunch of animals from a zoo because zoos are kind of bad, you know they they are, and they save these animals and they all go into like the jungle nearby and everybody's happy for a little while, but then it turns out it's winter time and winter time is cold, so all the animals are trying to stay inside the Moomin house and warm up, but they just can't. Since, since we need to warm up, what better place to warm up than lighting the entire yeah. <laughs> And the imagery, the imagery of of all of these characters. Watch. So the, the thing I will say still. about that uh, is uh, September fifth, nineteen fifty six. But also, what? Just I, I'm still, I'm still struck by the the, the part where they burn down the jungle because <laughs> they stand in the middle of the fire. They stand in the middle of the jungle as it's just burning up and they're the happiest they have ever been. It's so fucking weird. It's so weird for a, for a children's show to, to take that message and to have that imagery. It's just, it's just so fucking weird. Um, but other than that, like, I don't know. I really, like I said, I, I really liked it. I liked the characters. I liked the stories. Uh, the voice acting was actually pretty good. Um, the theme song is actually catchy and not in an annoying way like Mega Man's was. It's it's a nice laid back song and it kind of sets the mood for the show. It is, but I will fully admit it is catchy. Although that it can definitely get in your head sometimes. Also, um, I went and looked up the Japanese version of the theme, which is actually different. It's a very pleasant song. Um, that uh. Also, this is one of those that had many different localizations. That's uh, a good YouTube hole to go down. Um, but yes, it is a very, it is a very um, low stakes series. 
which is nice. Yeah, Dude, like the weird shit happens all the time. Yeah, like the first episode, they find a top hat, and the top hat has magical properties, but they don't realize it until uh, Moomin puts on the top hat and gets transformed into some weird goblin creature, which was terrifying, I might add. Yeah, it's also great because just with the general design of the series, like, uh, like I just saw him turn into the gremlin. I'm like, oh, this is just another character that just shows up. And it's like, oh, no, that's actually supposed to be some weird creature. It's not because it's not one of the other very weird looking creatures in the series. Yeah, because you have you have the Moomins. And it's funny because only the, the family of Moomins have the name Moomin attached to them. So you have Moomin, Moomin Mama, and Moomin Papa. And no other Moomin in the valley has Moomin in their name. Just those You're, three. Yeah. Think about yeah. how it's weird that the parents are named after the kid. Yeah. It is yep. kind of weird. There is also, uh, I think they're also Moomin, but it's Snork and Snork Maiden. Yeah, but they don't call them Moomin anything else. They just, they call them uh, Snork Maiden, Snork. Um, I can't remember the, the botanist's name. It was, uh, started with an H. The Hellman? Close. Yeah, the, I, yeah I, I looked it up because I couldn't remember it. Um, but it is, um, you have... Uh, yeah, I want to say it's like the like Hemel the Hemelin, Hemelin or the Hemisphere, the Hemisphere. Something to look. I'll find it. The Hemelin. Yeah, but so it's just in it's interesting that only the th the three Moomins have Moomin in their name. Uh, There's also Little Mai and her sister Mai, like Mibble, and then mm -hmm. like I think the mom's just called Mibble's mother. Because some of the characters are just referred to as the police inspector or I, something else. I, I do want to say, though, that, like, despite it being heavily stylized and being goofy little creatures, the character designs are really good. Mm -hmm. Yes. You also have uh, Sniff, which is kind of like a like a kangaroo-looking character. You like have a kangaroo and a weasel mixed. Yeah. Then you have Stinky, who sucks, is the worst character of them all, and... I guess he's just basically a gremlin because that's what it looks like—a gremlin. I, yeah, essentially, he is just a gremlin. He's awful. Um, uh, I think that's everybody. No, no. I mean, there, there are other characters, but you also have. Uh, you had that one character that uh, I forgot what his name was, but he showed up—the one that caused the big explosion. Oh yeah, uh, um, Muffle. I want to say it was Muffle. Also, y'all are forgetting two very important characters, which oh, is yes. uh, uh, Snufkin, who's Snufkin. one of my favorite characters. Snufkin is a really good character, yeah. I like Snufkin a lot. Um, and who's the other one? Uh, Little Mai. Oh, oh we no, Lolo already Mai. mentioned Little Mai. Oh, did you? Okay. Yes. Yeah. And that's, um, that's the other interesting thing, too, is um, the L Little Mai has a, 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 a lot of brothers and sisters, I think. I think that was the character who uh, yes. their house their house basically like fell down, so they came to stay with the Moomins, and it pissed Moomin off so much that he went to build his own damn house, which then becomes their house. It's it's just the it's weird. There's a lot of weird decision making going on in 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 the in these episodes. Yeah, it's yeah, it's. Kind of weird, and also uh, there is, if you go to, like, Moomin.com, there is a Meet the Moomins page that has, like, a really good, like, picture of, like, 
not even every character, but a lot of them. And just like this, this. Oh, yes, Hemelin. There he is right there. Um, uh, like there is, for example, this really fancy looking thing that's just called Prima Donna's Horse. And then there's just a dude that just the Hobgoblin. And like uh, Ninny, the Invisible Child. Or the Lighthouse Keeper. Or Emma, the Stage Rat. Um, but yeah, this is... Part of the thing that is like it's really helps watching the show is the fact that the, the designs are just strange, but also good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's the kind of thing that uh, like it looks like um, this is going to very much go in the way of like one of those really avant garde uh, animated films like, say, Fantastic Planet or like. Of course, not the same way, but like heavy metal with the really weird ass design, some things. Uh, but it's just very pleasant, even though some of the characters look relatively unpleasant. It still has a sense of pleasantness to it. The, the anime itself helped like realize them pretty well, honestly. Also, they tend to use like softer colors, like closer to pastels, and it honestly really works. Yeah, though it does use stronger colors to to emphasize things like the jungle. Yeah, it's yeah. just this is just a. It's like I. Didn't go. I have not really seen anything Moomin. Like, I've seen like bits and pieces of it, but I've never actually sat down and like watched or read anything Moomin related. Um, yeah. My, my personal this, exposure is I, I helped a friend with their like translation of an episode. That's it. That's all I've, that's all I've dealt with. I've only seen Moomins in like in passing, but I never really engaged with the media until, until this episode. Yeah, because I just like I've just seen like the out of context like stuff like Moomin Papa packing heat on several different occasions. That one's pretty good. And um, the video, the snippets of this show, which there is an episode which we didn't. It's not in this bunch, which I kind of want to watch the episode. Um, and it's also just a representative of how low stakes the series is, uh, where part of basically the drama that happens in this episode is that. They're shutting down the police station because there's no crime in Moomin Valley. Uh, so Snuffkin gets a great idea. Oh, we need to save the police station. Let's let's do crime. So Which makes sense. Yeah. So it's just just Snuffkin go. Come on, we all gotta do crime in order to save the police station. So to round out my comments on on it, uh, I I think it's a very pleasant cartoon. Uh, it's got some questionable morals and. Uh, plots at times but for the most part it's pretty laid back and really really decent for a kid's show yeah this is one that i feel like this is a really good series like it's kind of the best thing like the best um like children's television um because just because it's kids doesn't mean or kid stuff doesn't mean that it has to be specifically for kids it's that great um kind of like the thing with movement, especially with like we were talking about the designs and all that, this is very much a anyone can watch this series. Like it's not anything deep, but it's something that you can like anyone can find this enjoyable. Uh, like this could be a very good thing to have on the background or something. It's a very yeah. just pleasant show. I could see myself watching through this show and I, pre- I'm, I might actually do that. 
Yeah, because the entire series is for free on YouTube from the yep. official movement. It's not like that. It's not like the case where it's like, oh, it's this weird bootleg channel has uploaded the entire series. No, it's the actual movement people put it up. Yeah, I, I also do want to say, uh, as I said before, it looks good in motion. Like, and honestly, I, I think they did a pretty good job with it. Like, they didn't need to have it like super animated or anything, and it works in its favor. But I do want to say props to the Water Nymph episode because that character design was absolutely fucking gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. And it's it stands out against the the more uh, uh I don't want to say sparse but like uh, conservatively drawn characters because all the characters tend to not have a lot of detail to them. Uh, they tend to be like various shapes with you know flat color. And the water nymph was a lot of detail. Also lovingly animated. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like the designs of the movements are very simplistic. So it's not yeah. like they have to have. And the, and the show doesn't really have. It's the kind of thing where it is. They know exactly how much animation they need to do. So it's not like extravagantly animated, but it's exactly how much they need. It's a very much good use of budget show. Um, It's very much a. I. And I don't want, like, it's probably a bad way of phrasing it, but it's a, very, it's a show you could do on the cheap. Like, it is a cheaper show when, for the most part. Um, although when they want to do it, or when they want to go out, they do uh, do a pretty good job of it. And they um, know when to. It's, yes. not like, it's not like they, they pepper it in in all the wrong spots. They find the exact spot they want to put it in, and they do it, and it comes, and it comes out fine. Yeah. Um, also, apparently, because I, I was looking, because it's not like uh, this is Japanese animated, but um, the production company of this is actually one that is Dutch, Finnish, and Japanese, as I mentioned. Um, by Telescreen is the company, and I'm just kind of looking through the stuff that they've done. Um, not a whole lot. Like there is some stuff that is from, for example, there's Moomin here. Um, but a lot of it is stuff that I'm not super familiar with. Except for here, for some reason, they have listed Lizzie McGuire and Even Stevens. What? I don't remember there being animated segments in it, but I guess... Lizzie McGuire? I, I know uh, Lizzie McGuire would have uh, oh, internal right. monologues, and it would have her animated. Yeah, that's now that I remember that, because I never actually watched that show, I just kind of remember that. Um, I never, I never watched it either. But that I've, I've, I don't remember like most things in this world. But I will remember that Lizzie McGuire had animated sections. Yeah. Oh, also, oh, God! They also did another one that I've, I've heard of this series, but it's a uh, Miffy, uh, which is a Dutch rabbit um, series, which I f- think I've heard of before. But it's uh, again one of those very specific circles things um well yeah it's not it's not like it's not tatsunoko it's not like project Mad. it's not team madhouse it's a relatively smaller team and they do a really good job here mm-hmm. um also another thing that i like i think is worth like going out like on that uh is the voice acting is actually really good because none of the people that did voices in here. And it's actually kind of hard to track down because a lot of it gets uh, kind of mushed in with the Japanese and the Finnish voice actor, their voice acting for this. Um, Like none of the people really did a whole lot 
but like I think Snufkin's voice actor, this was their first production. They do a uh, really good job. I think there were like one or two who would go on to be a bit more prominent, but yeah. Uh, they also did a good job considering this was 90s dubbing. Yes. Like a grand majority of the people I'm looking, like Wikipedia has it listed actually. Uh, a grand majority of the people, like especially the specifically the vo- the English voice actors, like a lot of them don't even have like Wikipedia articles. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's no one huge. But yeah, in, in general, had a really good style. And I once again uh, mentioned the water nymph, but also like the the human woman that they save is uh, I really like her design as well. Yes, it did. Uh, in that one, you can tell that that was a. There was a design that was exclusive to this show that was did not come from or she did not come from uh, some other like place that she was designed specifically for the show and only appears in like, I think, two episodes. Yep. Um, the Japanese voice cast apparently has some people that were very notable. Um, but uh, yeah, for the most part, uh, not exactly huge names. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, so your thoughts were wrapped up, X? Yeah. All right. Uh, Torpo. Yeah, I'm. I'm good. I've, I pretty much said everything. I, I really enjoyed this. It was. It was pretty fun, honestly. It was okay. I'm gonna say this. It was a lot more fun than I thought it would be. because uh, the episodes themselves are, are kind of just really goofy and all over the place, and they get kind of crazy, but nothing ever. It was, it was just a fun show to chill out to. Yes. Uh that is. The thing that surprised me is that I was really wondering because, like, I specifically picked episodes that I thought would be, um, like, I, I did kind of did like, oh, a couple that sound like they're interesting, some that seem kind of could be like middle trying trying to get a bit of a like spread of what the episode. And for the most part, almost like I'm pretty sure every episode was. I don't think there were any particularly bad episodes in this batch. Um. There were some that like were a bit more like straightforward than that. Um, like the episode with the the secret fireworks seemed like that episode. The episode's plot was really kind of all over the place in some spots. Um, but other than that, it was still fine. Like it wasn't anywhere like um, it wasn't anything like uh, like just boring. It was just weird at some spots. Mm-hmm. Um, this it's just kind of that series that it's like, it it it's like, yeah, it, it's good, but it's like, kind of hard to describe in a way, because it's like, it it's just good. Sometimes it can be that simple. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's okay. It, it's good. Yeah, I I would absolutely watch uh, more episodes of this. Yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like what we had with the Slayers. Like I kind of went in thinking, all right, well, this is this the Slayers obviously wasn't a kid kid show, but I I was thinking, you know, it's going to be a kid show, so it's going to be kitschy, it's going to be like a little saccharine, and it really kind of wasn't. It was it was surreal to to some degree, um, and a little a little out there. But when all is said and done, you know, it's still a decent kid show. Yeah. And the thing, the thing that I like, really like about Moomin, uh, is that there is absolutely zero pretense of this being. It's not. It's 
this is an incredibly sincere show like in just franchise like it like there's just a wholesome charm to it that it's like they know exactly what they need to do and it's like it doesn't come off it doesn't come off like your standard kids show like your standard kids show tends to be kind of condescending and um self-aware whereas movement like you said it's it's very sincere and it doesn't it doesn't try to be it doesn't try to be a kids show it just does whatever it wants and it works out for it yeah it's like they have a story that they want to tell and the stories tend to be they tend to go for like more interest the thing i think that helps it is they're going for more interesting premises they're not going for anything like oh someone's being like trying to like trick someone or someone's trying to do this it's they just like they have a problem and they have an incredibly interesting solution to it interesting being kind of a an uh, operative word because yes (laughs) sometimes their solutions are a little fucky yeah Mm -hmm. interesting is the the phrase i would describe moving which i feel like the fact that they are going for like either like weird out there solutions for things or just I mean, unintentionally weird solutions like the jungle episode. Um, It's just very pleasant to watch because, again, there is just this is probably one of the zero, like the lowest stakes piece of media you could possibly watch. Like there is lowest lowest stakes that we've watched for sure. Definitely. Like this is practically Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown, but even Charlie Brown, you have a little bit of there's a weird sense of like uh, there's a weird bitterness to Charlie Brown. It's like some of the especially the early stuff, as we mentioned, there is zero bitterness to Moomin. Like it is just a very um, pleasant meal. Like the thing that I would the weird way that I would describe Moomin rank, considering if we're going to that, I think we actually probably should discuss. So. is it worthwhile to watch some more episodes to get a final thought or should we rank this now? I mean, like I said, I'm totally down with watching a few more episodes. I, I, I like the show a lot. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it at one personally because there, you know, it's, there's some stuff that it's lacking, but. Yeah. It's like, I wouldn't say it's like the best thing ever made, but it is, it is, it is a it for what it is doing it is probably one of, it is a really good children's show like i don't even want like calling it children's show almost seems like I, that just feels like kind of it is meant like it's almost condescending in a way i feel like this is just a good family friendly show it's yeah. a fun cartoon that's all there is to it and, and it doesn't it's it, it appeals to all all ages it's just mm-hmm. a really really nice approachable cartoon yeah, like at least from what we have seen, it is very approachable. Um, so, Torp, are you down for watching more? I'm 100% down for watching more. I had a lot of fun. All right. Uh, so, I guess with that, uh, we kind of made a decision really early. It's actually weird to have a, it's like, oh, we're not in, we're not in proper the rapper territory, but uh, yeah, uh, that I mean, is. It's almost an hour. My recording said about 30 minutes. Oh, fuck me. Whatever. (laughs) So, really quick, before we we shut this down, it's important to remember that the fewer people you have here, the shorter the thing. That is true, but yes. 
but regard yes um that's what, there's not much to say about movement like yeah weird shit happens every time alien abductions transformations rare new orchids with in fireworks like, like it's a show where things happen but it's 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 like how should i put it it's the kind of kind of thing like there's not much to say about it because it's super episodic yep there are uh, many arcs of like a couple episodes like two or three episodes but otherwise it, it's say, pretty contained. even even the way that the mini arcs were kind of laid out like each episode yeah. you could just watch it on its own like we watched yeah, we, the we, we jumped into two of them even and like both times it's we knew exactly what was going on right away because the game's actually the game wow the show is pretty good at explaining itself whenever there is an arc yeah uh like every episode has like a little intro that explains what's going on well even the secret fireworks didn't didn't have an intro explaining what was going on but we were kind of clued in because the characters would would tell you okay sniff found the girl in the the field Turns out she was looking for her fiance, and then from there you just kind of build off. So we didn't have to see the the preceding episode to get an idea of what's going on because the show is good at explaining what just happened, but not in a way, not in a way that um that feels forced or annoying, like how mm -hmm. um some some shows they'll over explain something. Moomin tends to kind of try to organically explain things yeah it it's it respects your time and it's and so it it's so odd it's so odd because i was not expecting i was not expecting to have have, have a, such a good time with the show that i did yeah i was expecting it to be a bit more uh a, a bit calmer than it actually was like i wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as i did i was expecting it to be saccharine i really honestly yeah, was to be honest, that's also what I was, I was expecting it to be like a little bit like, like, yeah, like saccharine, but it's not, it's actually pretty like, it's, it's not really, it like, like, as we've mentioned several, or at least I've mentioned several thousand times, uh, it's very low stakes, but it's also not like, it's just fun. And I'd say like the best part about it all is that no point did I ever feel like I was being talked down to. Like, yeah. it, it, the show just was, like, if, very mature about what it was doing. And I think that's really, I think that's what it is. It's the show's a lot more mature than it lets on, than it looks. And uh, it, it, like you said, it respects your time, but it respects you as a person. It thinks that you're smart, that you'll understand if they just give you a little bit of information, you'll take that and go to the logical conclusion. And it does that repeatedly. And I think that's uh, what really makes the show stand out so much is, again, it's not built like a children's show, which are usually very condescending. And, you know, they talk down, talk down to, to, to the viewer. This, this show doesn't do that. Yes. Either way, though, let's, let's get to ranking. Well, we're not going to rank quite yet because we got, oh, we're yeah, going to watch. Right. Yep. That's so right. we're, we're going to get uh, seven more episodes. So I'll get to pick out some more. So hopefully we'll see if, uh, see if the, for some reason, maybe I just happen to pick a really good set in the rest of the episodes are kind of crummy, but we'll see. Uh, we'll find out. Yeah. We'll see, uh, after we watch the next thing, which is going to be another tonal shift, although in a kind of a different direction than Robocop. 
Uh, so before we talk about what we're doing next week, uh, Axe, is there anything we want to plug? Uh, yeah, the Autistic Self-Advocacy Network is a fantastic organization run by people with autism for people with autism. All right, Torpo? Uh, Twitch.tv slash Torpotypus, or not Torpotypus on Twitter. Uh, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing. I'm fucking tired. All right. Well, uh, so next week, uh, we are going to be discussing, we're actually going to return to something that we've watched previously. Um, I do want to say we watched this pretty early on in, uh, uh, Media Delta. Uh, we're returning to, and I've got, got to make sure that I'm saying it correctly. Um, we are returning to the world that is Pet Labor. Uh, yeah. So we are watching Pet Labor the movie, um, which is a continuation of the OVA um, because Pet Labor is a series that has multiple continuities, um, which Pat Lab or Pat Labor the early days is what we've done so far. Uh, the OVA series, uh, the next one in that continuity is Pat Labor the movie. Um, which is a movie that was done, actually tying it to another thing that we've already watched, uh, was done was a movie by Mamoru Oshii, uh, who also not only worked on, obviously, Pat Labor the Early Days, but also worked on Ghost in the Shell, uh, which is a highly regarded movie that uh, very much different than uh, Moomin, because it is a very higher stakes thing, um, but also a lot more competitive. It's not like shooty action than a uh, uh, Robocop was, uh, it is much more thoughtful. Maybe a bit navel-gazy, but we'll see when we watch that. So, uh, with that, uh, I guess that does it. So, thank you all for listening. Later. Bye. If you would like to look at the full list of rankings for yourself, please visit r3.ldp.life and go to the Media Delta List tab. If you would like to watch Media Delta's sister show, Retro Rank Rhapsody, you can either watch at youtube.ltp.life or by tuning into twitch.tv slash lodapuzzlo at 7.30 p.m. on Fridays, 2.30 p.m. on Saturdays, and 1 p.m. on Sundays. All those times are from the Eastern U.S. time zone. If you would like to discuss this episode with the community, you can do so by joining our Discord server, which you can do so by go going to discord.ltp.life. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you tune in for our next episode.